Stalker, giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, crypt stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, leap skill hunter. Welcome to episode 266 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from throwthewild.com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from eyesofthebeast.com and BendakWow on Twitter. And I'm Foxy from the WHU Discord and Facebook group and at Miss Mo Logan in the Twitter Apocalypse. All right. Well, today is Sunday, January 28th, 2018, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. And you can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions. And we're back again. <laughs> and we have a full house of, of hosts today, which is just awesome and a lot of stuff to, to cover. But I have to say, I was surprised when I looked back at the uh, I was checking to see when we last did an episode to see that we did uh, 265 back in November. And I, I thought we had maybe done something more more recent than that. And this is probably the longest uh, gap between episodes that we, we've had since, you know, we ended the show after episode 200 and then started it up again a few months later. So hopefully we'll be able to get back on a more regular schedule um, than, than what we have. But but the good news is there's stuff more stuff to talk about than, than we've had in a while, too. So 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 that's great. So. Welcome and belated Happy New Year to everyone in the chat room and to all of you, Bendak, Delirium, Boxy, Alisander, and, and Synth as well. And, you know, welcome back. Yay. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Yeah, it really is. So I, I don't know where we want to start. There's a lot of data mined information that came out for the Battle of Azeroth. We were talking a little bit about that before. And, of course, we had Antorus, the, the Burning Throne, which is the the well i don't know it's new anymore but it is the the current raid which i we were saying released on november 28th which was the day after we did our last show so i guess at this point i imagine you guys have gone through that thing like a wrecking ball so maybe we can talk about that a little bit first just some impressions things we like don't like about it and especially for hunters and then we'll see where we can go maybe talk a little bit about the battle for azeroth stuff which i imagine beta hopefully alpha shouldn't be too far around the corner at this point yeah i wouldn't be surprised if early next week like the streamers get on there right and because that that would so i mean i guess obviously in order to get the data mined information they've had to release uh some of the game files out there uh on a server somewhere for people to to get at which means they're probably closer to at least opening it up to friends and family for for alpha so let's talk about, uh, I guess, Antorus, the Burning Throne, and let me just go around the room. Foxy, what, what are your thoughts on that? A good raid, bad raid, good for hunters? Well, I will say that this particular raid, I've done the least amount of preparation that I've ever done for any raid uh, for the simple fact that I feel like a lot of the encounters are just, I'm going to say it, some of them are just too easy. Um... The only fun in the raid for me is mythic progression, but for the most part, a lot of people can do the jobs that hunters normally do now, and that's that's what makes it kind of boring. It's not boring in a sense that there's um, a lack of mechanics, because there are, but as far as hunter play and all the loops that we have to go through to just make our gear fit, that's it's kind of... Um, it, it makes me just want to wait till the next raid. 
Yeah, I, I completely agree. I haven't been this bored in a raid for a long time. I, it, for me, ranks as one of the lowest raids that I've uh, participated in, which it doesn't, like, I can't think of a specific problem with it other than, I don't know, Hunter Play is not very exciting right now, or there's just, yeah, there's just not that much going on. The bosses, there's a couple of interesting mechanics, but for the most part, it's just, you know, the Taco Bell. <laughs> they, uh, they're, you know, it's, they've taken a tortilla and put it into a different shape and called it something else, but it's still just doing the same things over and over and over. You're calling this the uh, one dollar stacker of uh Oh raids? my god. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Um, as for me, I I don't know, I think the raid's alright. It's not like one of my favorites, but yeah, the whole gearing thing is the most annoying uh thing right now about this tier. Um having to use old set bonuses, just having to do all the simming and stuff, it's just the I don't know. I, I feel like we shouldn't have to do this much to try to even compete baseline with the other classes DPS. Like we shouldn't have to go through all these loops to make our characters playable um, with current gear. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, that's the whole point of wanting to go to the raid: new gear, bigger damage. You know, but it's it just doesn't feel like that. Yeah, like I'm personally right now, one of my my best gear setup still uses tier 19. Yeah, Do you still regularly run tier 19 gear to get uh, crazy titan forges or anything? Or do you have about as high as you can get? Hell no, I'm not running that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like I just have 905 and 910 piece of tier 19 and it's still in my best. I'm running two piece tier 19 and two piece tier 21. No other tier. Yeah, I was reading in your article somebody had made one of your articles that somebody made a suggestion of like using three two set bonuses from the last three tiers. I said that is absolutely absurd. It's absurd, but it's some people do it because it's their best setup. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, and that just seems overly complex compared to what we've we've done, which I guess explains a little bit about why they're just going to get rid of the set bonuses entirely moving forward. But we're just sort of stuck with this. For now, really, I guess until the end, until 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 uh, Battle for Azeroth drops, this is just going to be the way it is. Yeah, and as for hunters, I mean, I think we're like doing all right in this raid. Like Beast Mastery, it's like if you look at like Warcraft logs, we're like at the bottom for everything. But if you perform well as Beast Mastery, you can do all right. It's just that if you perform average, you're not you might not do that well. <laughs> you like have to be really good at it. Yeah, I think. I was thinking with the article you wrote recently, I don't know how recently, Vindek, about the lack of identity for BM. It's also, I don't, I haven't gone BM in a single raid this tier or this uh, expansion, but I do uh, keep it leveled just in case. And there's just no reason to want to switch to it. Like there's nothing, you know, previous expansions, I might switch to uh, SV for a multi dotting kind of experience on certain bosses or. You know, I want to switch around BM for some heavy cleave or I don't know. And now there's just none of the specs have really an identity. So there's no reason to think about what you're going to play. Just whatever does the most damage. And then you're stuck with a couple of cookie cutter builds. Well, Delirium, are you still playing survival much at all? Or are you just I haven't played survival for a single fight this tier. 
So, wow. uh, although there are a couple bosses that it's decent in, but it's just, I don't know. I find this raid so boring. That really? Well, they're learning Mr. Survival on King. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> wow. I was very surprised to hear that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm like the BM guy, but I've recently been playing more marksmanship just to, or something different, but, uh, like on AOE fights and stuff like that, just because the AOE is so much better. And some Mythic Plus as well, just because I finally managed to get my weapon somewhat on par with my Beast Mastery one. Yeah, is everybody above 75 on all their weapons now? Uh, uh, not for survival. Two out of three. I, I can't, I am not going to put into that survival weapon. You guys understand <laughs> on that? For survival. I, I just got Concordance with survival. I actually did the challenge with it. It was actually pretty fun. Oh, the Mage Tower? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sitting at 75, 76, and 79. I'm almost to 80 on my MM, but I've been pretty lazy with it AP recently. So. Yeah, and what are the AP numbers getting up to now? I mean, it's... it's. I think 80 is 800 billion, million, whatever. Whatever sounds appropriate. Like 800 million. something. Yeah, my next trade costs 1.3 trillion. No thanks. It's not even like a number anymore. It's just like this thing that will eventually happen in like f four weeks or something. I guess at that point, you don't even think about it. You don't even pay attention to it. You yeah. just do do what you would normally do. And then, as you say, it just, it'll just happen one day. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, wow, that's cool. It also doesn't feel like a uh, performance upgrade. Like it doesn't feel like a buff. I never notice it. So it doesn't really affect, like, I'm not excited to get to a new level at this point. There's just, you know, what's going to happen. Maybe a slight, you know, a decimal change somewhere, but meh. Does anybody have a favorite fight in the new raid? I was trying to think of that. Um, I, I, know, I, I really like the Argus fight. Like, I know people say it's, like, too easy for a last boss, and I would agree that the two bosses before it are probably harder on Heroic, but as a fight, I think it's pretty cool. I am so bad at remembering to use a third pot. I don't know why it's so hard to remember. But uh, so that okay. makes me hate Argus. It's okay. I'm guilty because, um, yeah, I've only ever used two on the fight until like this week. Uh, and it'll always be like the end of the ad phase, and I'll remember. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then like, there's no point in hitting the pot anyway. So nah. one fight I surprisingly love more than everything, and I say surprisingly because I hated it first, is Coven with the introduction of using sidewinders because we haven't used it in such a long time, but using that just, I, I don't know, it, it felt different to me when I started using it as MM on um, the, side of the Coven fight. And I saw that change because I was looking at a couple of logs from different uh, hunters. And I was like, what? They're using sidewinders? So I started doing some research and I started playing with it also on that fight and it just makes it so much better. Yeah, you can hit a lot of stuff with it. Uh, it's nice because there's sometimes you get to, you have to stand in really bad places, but with MM you're always in range anyway. Yeah, and that the the structure of that room is all basically square, so it's not like there's any. Uh, well, you could run into some LOS issues if you're like um, like assigned to trap something when the the soldiers come out, but if you stand in the right place, it's just it's perfect. I love it. I also kind of like Agrimar. Uh, like on heroic because i i don't know it's kind of neat to be able to like have your trap be used like as an integral part of the fight and plus it procs cephas 
has everybody gotten the best neck available in the game from Vera Vera Mathras? Uh, nope. It's really good. Everybody should get it and equip it no matter what eye level it is. The choker? Oh, because it's your name, dude. Yes, I'm wearing mine. I have okay, one. Okay, good job. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I just realized what that said. There's also a couple of priests of delirium in the trash that you can see there. I highly <laughs> recommend nobody kill them. Just go around. Come on, be nice. It is a pretty awesome neck. You should go and take a selfie with the priests of delirium. Exactly. <laughs> that would be funny. And you should say that they're named after you too, by the way. You should just plant a flag in that and read <laughs> the word delirium. Just say, yep, that's me. It's named after me. That's Or one of the other, you know, 300 characters named delirium. Yeah. So does like can... raid take great pleasure in, in killing those things while you're around or? Um, no, at this point, everybody just wants to get through it as fast as possible. Yeah, I can't think of any other fights that stand out. They're all kind of, uh. Yeah, it's like the last three are it. <laughs> I kind of like, uh, Kangaroth. Yeah? Yeah, I like just, uh, I guess I like, cause it's, it's pretty nice fight for Beast Mastery, just because of how the adds take more damage, and you can always have your Beast of Wrath for them. Oh, what is the name of that trinket uh, that basically shoots a homing device at your multiple targets? Uh, this jumps off the first block yeah, the, prototype. Yeah. That trinket is really good, unlike Portal Keeper and Antor and High Command. It's so good. Is that the one that drops mines every couple of seconds and like those auto-explode where you can explode them all at once? No, that's the other one. Oh. Yeah, that's from Kingroth. Yeah. You're talking about the prototype personal decimator. <laughs> I also got the uh so I I was um I've been dro dropping all of my veiled shards into uh the vendor and I got um what's the one that gives you a mini uh a mini uh, invasion ship behind you? Um uh, the terminus signaling That's beacon. it. That's it. That is so awesome. However, I I tested it with my friends. I don't think anyone else can see that ship, right? Is that true? No, I don't think so. At least in the raid, they can't. Maybe they can in dungeon. Because, well, yeah, I was oh, with man. my mythic group, and it is very frustrating because I was so excited to have this little uh, little sentinax behind me, and, um, and no one else could see it. It was very disappointing. No, that's actually a really good trinket for AOE fights in Mythic Plus. Oh, absolutely! It has been it it um yeah. If you're running Mythic Pluses, that thing puts out uh it's it's on a one minute 30 cooldown i think um and it's active for i think 15 seconds or something something around there it, sh it shoots six volleys yeah and each volley does like or i've had i've had it do about 12 to 15 percent of my dps on a particular pull uh and that's pretty insane coming out of a trinket yeah that's that's pretty amazing so, anything uh, anything above like six or seven percent is makes a trinket useful and that's absurd yeah. <laughs> i haven't seen i haven't seen it yet so yeah and the fact that you can buff it with beast of wrath or oh, even or even marksmanship it could be buffed by the true shot crit damage too oh wow i'll have to look into that time it a little bit better so anyone get the uh get the what the end game uh, trinkets the the stacks stat sticks um the legendary one no no one in my guild's got the legendary <laughs> Yeah, I haven't gotten a legendary yet. I mean, I've got the regular Hunter one, but meh. That has, like, the drop chance of, like, any of the rare mounts that people form every week. Like, that thing is elusive. Yeah, it's like 0.1% or, or even less. 
it's just kind of just assume you're not going to get it and you won't be disappointed. Yeah, I feel like if I ever get that, I can just stop playing until the next expansion comes out because I beat the game. Although for at least for Beast Mastery, the if you get the other one up to a thousand, it's really close to the legendary. Yeah, it's really still com- very competitive. And another thing too, they recently last week I think it was they buffed the Pantheon proc for hunters. They didn't put it in hot fixes anywhere, but they did buff it. They doubled the damage of it, so it's a uh, it's a little more meaningful now. Like I used to do hardly anything, but now it's it does a solid like three percent of your damage or so. Wow, would you find that? I didn't. I just saw it on the tooltip one day. I'm like, huh. I just noticed it was doubled. It's it's not the tornado. It's the secondary pantheon thing. Oh, okay. And that's normally when like me and the other hunter, uh, when that proc comes out, I notice that we jump a couple spaces on the DPS chart a lot faster than everybody else. So from uh, yesterday, so that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, like for Beastmaster too, it's worth like this is just like a little Argus thing, but when you're killing the ads, like obviously start on the physical vulnerable one. But Beastmastery like has quite a bit of nature damage now, so definitely go on the nature damage one first, second. So you got like Jaws of Thunder, the two trinket procs, Titan's Thunder. I was just getting some a lot of nature dam extra nature damage on those things. That's really good advice because I know that some people are still progressing through uh, the raid mythic wise and these uh, these little tidbits of information it's going to be helpful for somebody did you write that up in an article yet <laughs> uh, yeah I mentioned that in the boss tips section of the wowhead guide okay, yeah. pretty good Um, are there any bosses that are particularly uh, BM friendlier or uh, MM friendlier or anything like that because I know you did mention that you went MM uh, for a while here just for a change of pace uh, or SV <laughs> friendly <laughs> well i mean like high command is really nice for mm and enr enr i feel like i can clean the house and watch netflix and do that fight at the same time yeah pretty much but you can do a lot of damage if you're mm it's not like bm where you can't even do anything to the bats when they're flying yeah i can imagine that's pretty awful so i like delirium's point of view from being like our resident survivalist ah. now playing other specs in this raid like i i don't i need you to help me understand delirium how you're feeling right now <laughs> i don't know um it's just yeah so particularly both the raids that i run with this tier are uh melee heavy i think every raid team across um the world is melee heavy right now so it just makes it hard to, I don't know. And mages are kind of horrible. I guess warlocks are incredibly overpowered, but they're really the only ranged. Oh, balanced druids maybe. Are Ellie shamans good? I don't know. Anyways, there's not not too much range that's good right now. So I don't know. I've just been playing MM kind of by default. Is that weapon at seventy five also? Or my SV weapon? No, your MM weapon. Oh, it's at like 79. I'm almost to 80 with it. Got a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what's your kit look like right now, uh, Delirium? Is it uh, Ola's feather shoes? and uh, For uh, uh, for MM? Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much on single target. It's, uh, it's the same as it has been for a while. The shoes and the, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, the soul, ring? The Huntmaster. Yeah. 
is the ring that gives you an extra uh, two instant aim shots, whatever that talent's called. And then for AoE, the War Belt, also with the snowshoes. Though a lot of people are doing really good things with Pride As, and I think if you need it, even slightly need it, or it would just, you know, one out of 20 pulls might help you not die, then it's worth it to use Pride As because the stats on it are so great. And uh, the, uh, shoot, I can't even think of the name of it. There's a, another ring that gives you, it lets you shoot two marked shots off in a row. Zevrums? Is it Zevrums? Yep. Something like that. That uh, is actually okay with the fourth piece. I think there's maybe one fight where I've seen people wearing it. I haven't really played with it too much, but if you can cheese damage, then it's pretty good. <laughs> I will say, though, I've seen more creativity coming out of the way we wear our gear in this raid than any other raid I've ever seen. The gearing choices are so, um, there's so much we can interchange with the gear to try to make, you know, to push out the max amount of damage that I've been looking at logs and I'm like, oh my god, there's, you know, you could usually wear the same set or the same thing for more than a couple fights in any raid, but at this one, it's everybody's really testing the limits of different pieces of gear, which is probably a good thing. You don't have any wasted gear in your bags, but then again, it could be really cumbersome. And are uh, you finding that it makes a big difference, though, or is like like <clears throat> how wide is spread? Are are you finding in terms of what you can do with the, with the various gear sets, or is it all pretty close? It, I mean, it's all relative to item level, if it's Titan Forge, if you have extra crit or extra mastery, but that's what they have to do. They have to make those choices based on, like, sometimes it may be just purely item level, but for a lot of the stuff that, um, the, a lot of the gear that we have to wear, most people are going based towards stats and how it works with the set bonuses that we have to wear. So as yeah, you, I will say oh, before this year, I haven't used gear sets as much as I do now. Like, like for BM, like I frequently switch between two gear sets and MM, I have three gear sets. So, um, here's a quick question for you guys, uh, with, uh, with the amount of movement and, and, you know, just area damage and things you have to soak and stuff like that. Um, do you find yourself moving into survivability, uh, gear a little bit more or like uh, is avoidance something that you've. Uh, you put into your gears or like look for and uh and actually especially with bm too uh, has has insignia of the grand army ever made it into any of your gear sets the ring hasn't no it's been it's pretty close but but as for survivability stuff yeah avoidance is really nice like i definitely notice when i don't have have it so i like to at least for mythic plus i like to have that around 15 percent or so if i can i have two traits that give it so it helps Oh, okay. I was gonna say, how'd you get to fifteen percent? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Cardinal. Um, as a hunter and mythic progression, you have to wear pride as because we're so squishy, and it's, I mean, it helps the healers, and you don't come to two percent within your death every ten seconds. It's like Coven, for example, before they nerfed the amount of damage. The I can't remember the name of the ability where the floor basically turns black and you have to go to these little void circles to not die. Like the minute that ticked on you, you were gone. Yeah, hunters are really squishy. Like I'm not sure why. Like we're definitely. Like, I think we're like the squishiest class right now, DPS class. 
Because there's no, like, we have turtle, but that's, for, like, for soaking. We don't have, well, I guess marksmanship has disengaged damage reduction. The BM doesn't even have that. Which is also not ideal for marksmen because all that moving. And then we have exhilaration with the two-minute cooldown or, I mean, that part's a little frustrating. And it kind of gives us that extra DPS loss on top of everything else, so. Wait, wait, are you saying that I'm not supposed to be wearing the legendary that gives me health when I feign death? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, the Pride Eyes seems to be the uh, the go-to for uh, tankier, tankier, or when you need to be a little bit tankier during the fight, right? Or just or when your wants to only use two or one healers. I mean, it's it's good DPS, too. Like, it's uh, it's... I use it as my one of my main legendaries. Yes, yeah, by I, no means a bad legendary, but I mean it's it's almost mandatory in some of those fights. Yeah, for MM, it's it's kind of in a weird place because what's considered basically the top uh, legendary, the boots, sometimes don't give you any benefit at all. Like if if you get off an additional rapid fire, uh, quick true shot, what's it called? whatever used to be rapid fire, um, then it's a huge DPS bonus. But if the fight ends at a weird place and you didn't get to use an extra one, then you got absolutely no bonus at all. So I think there will be a lot of times that we're not really seeing yet that some of the top hunters are experimenting with now that you know we're in more uh, farm mode. Uh, I think we'll see more people playing with you know, even more creative builds than we've had before. So. Yeah, Pride As is great. It's funny you should mention Rapid Fire, because it looks like that's coming back for MM. Hey, speaking of things coming back, I heard there was some data mining done recently. There was some data mining done recently for the battle for Azeroth, which is good, right? Which means, as we said, you know, we think the Alpha Beta should start firing up here soon, which, you know, so I'm guessing, what, maybe a summertime release, similar release to what we had for Legion then. We could see this, you know, in a few months from now, maybe six, seven months from now. Yeah, Legion yep. released, what was it, August 30th, if I remember correctly, like that? Mm -hmm. So uh, if they want to make it two years to the dot, that'd be August. I wonder if they're going to come a little bit earlier, uh, come out with uh, BFA a little bit earlier. So BFA is the agreed on uh, abbreviation, though, right? Like I've seen I think so. I think, I think BFA is. is I, think, with this I think we're all calling it BFAS. 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 <laughs> BFAZ. Is that that it sounds like some um like you remember uh h1n1 or h1z1 or hizzy i think somebody called it hizzy <laughs> they called it hizzy i didn't know that <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me anyway sorry um yeah uh, one of the, the big changes we saw yeah we can we can talk about it it's uh you know the, this is the look back is uh is fun and all but looking forward is always the uh the exciting stuff always as well it's always it's always more exciting until it actually arrives right and then you know like, oh. <laughs> then we just complain about it how good then, things used to be then we get to where we are today right and then we start looking back and all the stuff we're complaining about boy how much better was it man i sure miss having a pure melee survival although i can't imagine any of us having to complain about having three and four gear sets for uh for one raid <laughs> as being a good thing but in looking at uh, some of the stuff, I mean, one of the things they did, they did do a developer water cooler and they kind of gave a, a battle for Azeroth class design overview. Yeah, maybe we could just talk about some of the highlights, or at least what they're trying to do, and then maybe look at 
what we've seen so far with 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 marksmanship. I think what marksmanship and survival are the two specs that they've where we've actually seen some some changes now. Nothing yet for for beast mastery, but obviously that'll come, and all of this will change, right? Everything's going to change over the course of these these next few months. This is all preliminary. But when they were talking about the classes, they 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 said they wanted the classes to feel more unique, um, and they were going to do this by focusing on class utilities was one way where they were going to try and differentiate uh, what the classes, uh, which made them unique, right? So they want to, fo to focus on class specializations to make sure that they feel unique as well. And then they had also talked about wanting to make sure that the content is designed around what each class can do. So you feel like, you know, you're bringing something to the table. But I don't know if we've seen anything with marksmanship or survival in terms of utilities i mean the one thing i remember um with hunters what was it the aspect of the fox was like our big utility ability and then it disappeared as quickly as it came i thought it was aspect of the monkey with that act that extra dodge <laughs> going melee the boss right well fox was what the the, the raid wide uh movement, movement. cast wall moving yeah cast wall moving which was actually pretty cool oh I also known as that. mount wall falling Yes, yeah, because it was only in the game for like two minutes, but <laughs> that's why we've all forgotten about it some to some degree. But I wonder if they'll do something like that again, bring something like that back for hunters now, or what they'll what they'll, what they'll give us. Um, well, they're giving each class a raid buff, right? Yeah. So that's that's their that's their way of you bringing every class to a raid. Right. And hunters is a slight speed buff, right? Yeah, it's aspect of the pack. It's passive now, just fifteen percent run speed for everyone. Which sucks that it's passive, because I don't always want to share. <laughs> Only if people are nice to me do they get aspect of the pack. Pretty sure I'm the most selfish person when it comes to that aspect of the pack when it was out. I would never use it because people would complain so much. I was like, so you know what? You'll never get it. Unless we're in the middle of a poll and I'm not doing good numbers. <laughs> So, um, so is this raid wide? So there's no like a uh, hundred or like thirty yard range or anything anymore. Yeah, it's forty yards. Oh, the, it is. Okay, so the, no, that that's that's good because that means that uh, if somebody complains about it, you just uh, disengage and then run the opposite direction, <laughs> and they don't get it anymore. Well, yeah, there's nothing to complain about anymore. Though that's done, mm. and it it does look like we've still got uh, at least as mm there haven't changed the mastery yet so we should still have long range that we can get away from people if we want to <laughs> yeah so uh on the floor at blizzcon we had um true shot aura uh as our buff so is that gone then or, or is that still a is that just a passive buff for, to ourselves from what i read it's gone then that could probably confirm better than me i think it's going to be gone boo well what are some of the changes then that we're seeing for for marksmanship so far what stands out Oh, it's basically a completely new spec again. I mean, the whole, all of the mechanics have been the whole uh, mark shot. Everything about how Hunter's Mark uh, works is new. Um, yeah, I don't know. A lot. Of, we're losing the third extra thirty focus as marksman. New AOE mechanics. New uh, main like rotational mechanics. I don't know. Yeah, like it's just it's completely new. Yeah, like vul the vulnerable mechanic is gone. And the RNG of marking targets is also gone. Both are, I like both of that, both of those changes. I was trying all week to get together some kind of spreadsheet that would uh, sort of make a little simulation based on what we have data mined so far, and I could not do it. So 
it's missing something. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's just me or the, you know, specs incomplete. It's really early. So hopefully we'll know more eventually. But I don't really have much idea of exactly how the uh, rotation is going to look. Some of it, like the addition of, you know, so quick shot and aimed shot are, it seems like this is what they used to do with casters a lot, but you would have one, or even healers a lot of the times have this. You have one kind of high-powered, high-cost shot and one low-powered, low-cost shot. Um, but I, I don't know how it's actually going to play with each other or where the, uh, I guess it depends on where the damage will end up. Yeah, it looks like you, it's kind of like you build up to like your short window of burst damage and then you have another down period and then you just repeat that. Like aim shot now, it's it has a cooldown of 12 seconds, but it has two charges. And then, there, yeah, like you said, there's quick shot, which is, it kind of, it replaces arcane shot, but it doesn't generate focus now. Yeah, so I it's think. like the old arcane shot. Yeah, and then they brought back steady shot for focus regeneration. You can cast that while moving, but you can't cast aim shot while moving. And there's rapid fire, which is like a channeled ability that also generates focus. Multi shot's still there, but it's pretty much just exists to activate bombardment, which um, is bombardment sort of like the trick shot talent we have now, where aim shot ricochets to other targets. And then hunter's mark is like a mini cooldown. It's only forty seconds, but you throw it on the target, and then the first aim shot on that target gives you a five second buff. It causes all of your shots to do extra damage. It seems and like it's a potentially fluff. to crit. Yeah, it's also said something about 100% crit chance. And that seems weird. Like, I guess, I guess, I don't know, maybe not, though, because once you use aim shot, it starts expiring, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and you can only use two aim shots back to back anyway. So. Yeah. And I don't think anyone's going to sit there and keep the crit buff active by not casting aim shot. I mean, you could, but aim shot hits for like seven or eight times the other shots, so. Yeah, I can definitely see it being about equivalent to like Bestial Wrath's DPS boost. Um, I feel like that's what they're going for, just like a short b burst of um, high damage. But also the, the damage bonus each attack gives, it's like a flat amount, it looks like, per attack. So that means if you fit a rapid fire in there, you get a, like a huge benefit from that because it's rapid fire shoots 10 projectiles. Oh, okay. Projectile gets the flat bonus. Yeah. Maybe that's the intended uh, combo. But uh, one of the most important things we missed out is, uh, I guess, Marksman is losing their pet permanently. Is that true? Well, possibly. That's what it looks like from the data mining. But I feel like there was also talk of a... I can't remember what... It was one of the Q&As a while back where they talked about it working where just if you had your pet out, you would lose whatever the buff is. That marksman hunters get so did, you, still, did someone from I, blizzard actually say that at some point because i don't remember that i think it was at blizzcon last year and it was just somebody it was just in response to somebody saying something like you know hey this would make more sense if we could just do this i think it, it will be problematic the way they're doing uh um the hunter put pet buffs for uh brezzing <laughs> If if you can just take out a pet and brez, then that's a little too powerful for a DPS class. Yeah, I was thinking that too, but I mean, so well, the way it is in the data mining is Lone Wolf, it's a level one passive. So as soon as you're in marksmanship, you you can't even summon pets. But I would hope that they'd make it so you can summon them and just lose the damage so you could use it while soloing and stuff like that. As for the pet abilities, I mean, they could just make it not work with marksmanship. Yeah, I don't think that pruning would go over well with the hunter community at all. <laughs> 
No, but they'd have to do something to prevent marksmanship hunters from having to summon their pets in the middle of combat, cast the buff, and then dismiss right. them. It's just, it's just right. a bad mechanic. Well, and just the uh, because Brezes are so big and BM and SV hunters won't really get to do that because they would have to, or it would at least be a lot more time consuming if you'd have to uh, dismiss your pet and then pull out a tenacity pet and then dismiss that pet and <laughs> pull out your regular pet again. Yeah, we should probably talk about that, the pet thing. Oh, right. That's the, and the big thing we know about, or kind of the only thing we know about BM, right? Yeah. Well, first of all, all the, pet like all the, all the pet families will have a, an ability now, finally, but they're just copies of existing ones. Like a bunch more families will get like a shell shield and then some will get a snare and stuff like that. Also, some pets get a dispel, like spirit beasts get something called spirit mm-hmm. shock, which dispels magic or uh, enrage effect. That's an yeah, awesome I think that's super cool. Dispel? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So uh, yeah, <laughs> we also get tranquilizing shot too. So we'll, uh, you could have two dispels. Yeah. So trank shot is that going to be coming back in like the second incarnation where it dispels uh, magic and uh, enrage effects, or the old old? That's uh, the new one. At least that's the tooltip that's available right now. It might just be a copy paste from, and they just haven't updated it yet. Uh, so for pet specializations, um. All ferocity pets get a spell called Primal Rage, which is bloodlust. So you don't have to use a cold the, hand or the a... pet version. What? It's the lower pet version, right? Or is it the full? Do they get full bloodlust? It's a full bloodlust. Wait, oh, the corehounds sweet. don't give uh, full bloodlust? I thought the corehounds did. No, they do, but you can't. Uh, it doesn't reset. It has a, a minor nerf to it from the other stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, like drums, for example, they only give you a certain amount of haste. It's lower than like a regular list. I think is that what you were referring to? Yeah, I I, I thought you yeah. meant like uh, it was the drums level or the or lower than the full haste. I, that's a misunderstanding. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah, so ferocity gets bloodlust, so you can have bloodlust with any pet now. They also get a thing called predator's thirst, which is three percent leech for the pet and the hunter. Uh, tenacity pets get circle of life which is battle res and endurance training which is 10 percent uh health for a hunter and pet and cunning gets master's call and pathfinding which is movement speed so master's calls back we have to use a cunning pet so with that though i also see dps loss depending on what spec you choose is that oh, yeah this is this is a big oh, problem man. like especially for tenacity because if you want battle res a beast mastery hunter is not going to want to use the tenacity. Oh God, no! Like that's fifty percent of our damage. So, do we get apex predators claw? Is that something we can get? <laughs> well, they still have aspect of the beast as a talent, but that only applies to passive ability. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty big change. I mean, it's it's uh, kind of definitely reduction quality of life that we're that we're used to, right? Where you can just take whatever pet you want and tell it to be ferocity, cunning, tenacity. Yeah, you know, I, th- you I think you're going to have that like they're gonna have to change it because if they want battle res to be a part of the toolkit of beast mastery and survival they have to make it so that you can use it without taking a damage loss or having to dismiss and summon pets twice which takes like six seconds which is not acceptable yeah as i say it's slow anyway right it's not very effective <clears throat> and it's not even the a great battle res as it is now something you know you have to make sure you're, I, I guess they've improved the range over time, but I mean, and remember initially when we got the battle res, you had to practically be standing on top of the corpse in order to res the person. 
So it's, you know, it's just not, it's not efficient compared to what the classes that have that ability can do. Yeah. The main main, main problem is that the frosty pets have spiked color, which increases haste crit by 10% and 10% basic attack damage. If they gave that to all the families or they just removed it from ferocity, so you then it would be better. They wouldn't be such a big deal to switch specs. Yeah, I would hope that they could. They would give us some sort of cooldown where we could. Actually, yeah. So, what's the? Uh, do we know anything about having a double, uh, a second pet out by chance? Because I could see it resolved if you could call out a second pet temporarily for, you know, thirty seconds or something like that on uh on an in- or sorry on an ability. No, there's nothing to, for like a Haiti replacement yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but like I, I think I don't think Beastmaster's seen much work on it done on it yet. Yeah, I mean I hope that's the case because it looks pretty similar to what was at BlizzCon. Yeah, and you know losing the the second pet. I mean that was sort of a neat feature uh, with with Legion. I mean it's possible. I guess you could see it come back maybe in the form of a a talent you could pick up. Although I don't know what else it would compete with. It just seems like you. Why wouldn't you want to? <laughs> Have a talent that gives you a have a, have a second pet out. Uh, I I mean I would question. I mean I w- I would actually give it some consideration only because the uh, the pet AI for uh, Hattie or Hattie was a, just a little just just that much less smart than our normal pet AI. And there were some instances where, especially if you're target switching a lot, um, Hattie t- tended to come back after your target died, and you'd be there, and Hattie's next to you. <laughs> beast cleaving so i could see some on a second pet with the guardian ai but i don't know just macro slash pet attack to everything and uh <laughs> it fixes a lot of the hottie stuff uh yeah but it, it should work out of the box though let's oh it definitely uh, should but yeah. you, you kind of have to you have to do that or else yeah like you said you'll just walk up beside you and start beast cleaving you might as well go survival at that point wait no 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 well i mean nice. the changes that you guys have data mined for survival it piques my interest a little. As the resident anti-survivalist, um, huh. so so I'm really interested to see how they change this spec yet again. Yeah, people have been talking about a lot of changes. I haven't seen anything that really, like, definitively says they're going to make it a hybrid. But a lot of people are saying it looks like they're going to make it a hybrid ranged melee, um, kind of class. I don't know how. Looks like How it's gonna be a off. warlock hunter or something. All the dots that you're gonna have to use. I think it's it's interesting to say the least. Well, it's, I mean, look at this. Like, so they're getting kill, survives getting kill command. Well, like but DMs, right? that's, so, that's true of marksmanship also. I mean, I think that's just a data mining problem. No, it's changed to kill command. Flanking strike is a talent now. Right, I saw that was removed. But no, flanking strike is a level 15 talent. It augments right, but it removed from the baseline. Talent. What? No, he said he meant it's removed from the baseline and not just for one one spec. It's actually a level fifteen talent. The uh, it, and it looks like they went through a lot of work to change. So one of the, uh, I don't know if it was just overlooked in uh, Legion, but SV has been able to use pretty much any ranged trinket or anything that procs from range because they aren't really set up like a melee. They just set up like a range class with with only a five yard range on most of their abilities, um, but so it procs any of the ra- anything that's supposed to only proc from range. You can also proc from most SB abilities, uh, but it looks like they are changing all of those to actually be melee now. So that might be 
a sign that they're, uh, I don't know, moving some of these things toward being able to switch between melee and ranged. Yeah, well, sorry, just the kill command thing again. No, survival is going to get kill command. Like, their kill command is actually slightly different than BM's. It's an entire new spell. Because survival's kill command has a 30% chance to reset its cooldown is when you use it. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that second tooltip there. Huh. So you can use that at 40 yards. You can use Serpent Sting at 40 yards, uh, your traps at 40 yards, the wildfire at 40 yards. In single target, the only thing you have to be in melee range for is Raptor Strike. And you can use that at 40 yards when you're using Aspect of the Eagle. So it's, I don't know, like a long, look at the talents too. They get Glaive Toss back and some other yeah, I'm talents. I'm so excited about Glaive Toss. I can't believe they gave that to stupid Demon Hunters. Yeah. I want my ability back. They need to call theirs Chakrams instead and give us our name back. Anyway, yeah, there's a lot to go through and a lot of like slight changes and a lot of huge changes. It's going to be an exciting well, this is few very months. Early. You think that it's going to change even more or are you thinking that this is going to be the start of the framework that they're definitely going to use? Yeah, no idea. I don't know. It just seems kind of weird to me like that you can use almost all of your single target stuff from range except for one ability that's keeping you in melee. Just like, I guess they really want to make it seem like a unique spec that's like a real hybrid, I guess. I don't know. I guess you still have to go in range for AoE, like butchery and stuff. I haven't seen if, if there's a replacement. This might be in there, and I just haven't read it closely enough, but uh, for any of the harpoon resetting mechanics. Oh, it, that is, that's an artifact thing now, right? Yeah, it's an artifact thing, and it's just something that makes... I mean, I, I always told people to, even though it's not really DPS game, so when we were early trying to get our... Uh, get ready for raids it was listed by most guys as one of the last things you want to get but i feel like there's no point in trying to level until you have that like it's just so great to have for leveling and it's you know the only way to get up to anybody so i don't know how they'll fix some of those quality of life problems well keep in mind that uh, the heart of azeroth is going to be adding a lot of the abilities that were previously on your artifact um artifact weapon the uh the stuff with the what was it the head chest and back were those the three items that uh, you're going to get the uh the new abilities unlocked by your heart of azeroth um or, or was it like chest shoulders and head anyway uh point is those are going to be uh hard to data mine because every single item has its own set of um utility or like not utility but uh, unlockable huh. so it's gonna <laughs> they, they they took out reforging but they're gonna bring in some serious, serious uh, simming issues going forward here, it sounds like. Good time. So well, At least those uh, those pieces can't tighten forge. Yeah, that'll fix everything. <laughs> at least it's something, right? It's at least because um, they're going to have a set of set abilities on them. So at least once you get the one you want, you have it. And you don't have to worry about titan forging and all that. Yeah, you just need to get a higher level version from a, from a mythic or a, if you got it from heroic or something like that. They yeah, said. and that's that's good because it's like you know you're going to get an upgrade. It's not like, well, I guess I should run heroic too because it might Titan Forge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean it's already going to be bad enough, uh, you know, trying to figure out which optimal line of item uh, or abilities you're picking out of these. So yeah, adding more RNG into that does not make sense. So yeah, I definitely appreciate that they took the RNG out of that. So, but yeah, keep in mind that there's going to be a lot of these abilities life you know quality of life abilities that you might have seen in um in your artifact weapon uh get moved over to the heart of azeroth stuff which likely is not going to be 
um, data mine for uh, for a while. Right, and they won't be necessarily the same abilities or traits that we see in our artifacts. They'll probably come up with some some new things. So it'll be different, but it'll sort of play that role that I think the artifact weapon is is, is playing right now. Absolutely. But yeah, I would expect to see all sorts of changes. But you know, back to what you were saying, Fox. Are we seeing a frame? I I would imagine that yeah, the basic framework of what they would like to do is probably getting put in place, and then they'll. I don't want to say they'll just tweak it or there'll be minor changes, but I, there there could be some major changes, abilities coming and going. But eventually. But I think overall, it sort of represents their mindset and the philosophy of where they want to go with these specializations in, in Battle for Azeroth. Yeah, that's usually how it works. So um, we always have the connotation that something that we see that's awkward is probably going to change because they didn't mean that and it actually became a baseline. So maybe we should we could be hopeful. But again, until the next expansion comes out, I'm pretty sure I won't play survival. <laughs> Uh, same here. I haven't even touched it. I, I, I've probably done less survivaling than, than you have. Y'all are missing out. Maybe before the end, I'll, I'll jump in and get the artifact weapon and do all that stuff. <laughs> That's how little survival I've done. I don't even have the artifact weapon. I did I did that. I went ahead and got the three because I wanted the achievement points, and that's purely the only reason why. But it has zero artifact power in it whatsoever. I mean, the hybrid idea of range slash melee could be fun. Otherwise, I feel like... You end up spending more time in melee anyway. <laughs> but if you're required yeah. to be in range to do certain abilities, I don't know. It sounds like a lot of moving in and out, right? I expect yeah. that it's going to be a melee class that has more than average ranged abilities. Yeah, much because if there's average. even if there's even like you know one rotation, either the ranged or melee is even slightly better, then you're going to have to do that all the time. I guess it'll be nice for all those mechanics for melee classes have to move out. The survival yeah. can still do a lot of their DPS. Or even potentially stay moved out then. But, you know, if it's, if it's a lot of moving back and forth. Yeah, because the survival, I mean, like, honestly, like a lot of it looks, the ba- the basics of it are really similar to BM. Like you have Kill Command, and you have Raptor Strike, and Raptor Strike is basically like Cobra Shot. Same sort of thing. And then you have Serpent Sting Dot, Wildfire Bomb. I think those are the main baseline things. So it looks like like the explosive trap and blast rate are still there in the data mining, but I think since their talents that affect them are gone, I think they might be gone. They just didn't delete the spell. So they've definitely pruned down the amount of abilities and maintenance, which is good if that's the case. Yeah, and the only question is are they gonna keep them that way? Do they just do they prune them or are they gonna be replaced with other things that we just haven't seen yet? And they're just making room for, for yeah, those things. I, I think last raid and explosive trap must be gone because if they're not, then survival would have four baseline dots, which seems ridiculous, especially since they're all under 30 second cooldowns. I don't know. It fits with this pattern we've had recently uh, an incredibly complicated uh, rotation that doesn't really reward you for doing it correctly. I just think they should give chakrams to Beast Mastery. <laughs> Come on, it's a ranged ability. What is a chakram, by the way? It's a fancy name for a glaive. That's it, dude. <laughs> it's just a glaive? Don't read into it too much. Yeah, they can't call it glaive toss because there's demon hunters. Well, I mean, they stole it, you know, to be fair, but I'm just saying. I might be a little bitter, but that's okay. 
Yeah, chakram's just like a, a throwing weapon, I guess, circular. <laughs> it looks like that, a glaive. Uh, that talent for survival, primal instincts. Uh, when you harpoon, you get 15% crit chance, and when you disengage, you get 15% haste. That's a level one. Oh, and disengage is baseline for survival now. Yay. I mean, I shouldn't even be cheering that. It's ridiculous that it wasn't all expansion. For anyone who doesn't follow Muffinus on Twitter, I can't imagine anybody doesn't, but just in case he's put another call out, I think everybody's favorite, the real, you know, of all how the specs are going to work is really secondary to uh, what new pets we're going to get. So uh, he's been asking on Twitter again what we're interested in and what of the new creatures people want to be able to tame. So it's worth uh, going and connecting with him. I don't even know what his Twitter handle is. At Muffinus? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I didn't include it here. I should have included that here. But yeah, he said you've seen a lot of new creatures. So I'm curious, Hunters. What tameable beast do you want to see in BFA? New and old. And the answer is always like all of them, right? I mean, I don't know. Whatever. It's a beast. Just make it tameable. Komodo dragon. Yeah. Definitely those fox Komodo people. dragon. The fox <laughs> people? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the, yeah, the oh, fox. my God. <laughs> well, I mean, look at all those new dinosaurs they got. They like they have to let us tame a brontosaurus. I don't care if it'd be ridiculously big. We have to. Companion pet that can do damage. I mean, that I don't think there should be any limitations other than it not being a beast. Yeah, I'd be. I would like more challenges like we had in uh, uh, Miss of Pandaria on the Isle of Dinosaurs. What was it? Isle of Giants, something like that. Um, yeah. To get the like the dire's uh, dire horn, I think yeah, you had to get horn, a special yeah. thing up there. Which was at least moderately difficult when it first happened. Yeah, and um, that's what makes it fun. Yeah, I think that would be. I would love more challenges like that. I make it as hard as they can imagine for us to tame brontosauruses. It'll be okay. I mean, we'll still do it, and it'll be great, and we'll love our dinosaurs. Please, dragons. <laughs> yeah, pretty nice, kind of like souped-up warp stalkers. Yeah, those look. I mean, and do you think it's safe to assume at this point they're going to redo the the stable and give us? I mean, I, I mean, more stable slots obviously is what we want, but I, I, I and hopefully they just redo the whole thing at this point. You make it like transmogging, like yes, that we are able to store um, the designs of gear. It, we it should be a similar fashion for the pets, so that I mean, if it's data space that they're worrying about wasting, make it just like it's really simple to do it, just like transmog. You well, say engineers that. get the. Uh... <laughs> Engineers get the Interdimensional Companion Repository, which is a mobile stable master. Yeah, that's what I was excited about because I'm an engineer. So I'm thinking maybe it will be something like that. I can't wait to see what that turns out to be. I, I still want a zoo. Yes, can just for aesthetic purposes, like sitting in Dalaran and you want the whole city to see your amazing stable, you just summon a zoo. That would be so great. <laughs> yeah, or just... You know, like just just open up a part of the city that that you know hunters can go into and they can see their phased version of uh, of their zoo with all their pets. Get get right yes, on that, something. please. Blizzard. Make it really part of like I mean we've already made it a part of ourselves, but I mean that could be I don't know it's kind of over the top, but it's still a wish. Yeah. Well, I realize I'm probably probably the only hunter in the entire world who thinks this, but. I kind of like the RP elements of it being limited. I can't imagine that people have like 
a real like our our thinking that hunter has a relationship with 50 different pets i think that's hey. funny i don't want it to be like gear like gear doesn't matter to me at all i just want the best maybe yeah. if it looks cool that's something but i think pets should mean something well yeah that's why you get a zoo and you, you get a title called zookeeper and uh and you can love all of them equally. All right. As long as you actually do. I want to see a name <laughs> on every single pet. And it has to be unique. And it can't just be whatever utility it brings. I, my These are my is... stipulations. Oh, of course. All of my, all, like, you know, I have Ghost Crawler, the Ghost Crab. I have, uh, <laughs> I have all of the um, uh, sexually transmitted diseases, the spirit beasts. Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, I... What? Uh, I usually name. I used to name all of my pets after the main tanks in whatever guild I'm in, oh, or nice. if, I, or if somebody had me, or if I had somebody help me tame something, I would usually name it after them. That kept me from having to try to figure out what am I going to name this pet. But they uh, all—that's why they all mean something to me because they remind me of an actual person oh, or an actual player. <laughs> I just started coming up with uh, sexually transmitted. Oh my god! <laughs> well, yeah. in that case, name them after people that you hate. Well, no, but I I, I like gonorrhea, the uh, spectral bear. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, I'm 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 done. Okay, we digress. <laughs> oh my! So awesome though. But yeah, the the creature models that that we've seen so far look good. Hopefully, they'll make the majority of those those tameable yeah i'm kind of worried about it i'm gonna need to buy a new uh uh graphics card for this not not just for the game but in order to run uh videos in the other monitor or netflix in the other monitor while i'm playing i think it's going to be too much for my little 960 to handle weeks ago i'm really happy with it i probably won't have to add anything for a very very long time well good luck with yours finding a video card they're pretty hard to find right now because of all the crypto mining stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's in a whole. I think that's about all we've got, unless we want to go into more specifics of any of the data mining. But well, we we technically talked an hour. Uh, we started a little late, so it's uh, fifteen after. So it's up to you guys. Started a couple times. Yeah. No, uh, I'm imagine- a lot of stuff. We can go into more detail about individual specs in, fu- in the future. Yeah, I think this is good for today. It was good, good to get back and 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 see everybody here. And like I said, we'll try and get Robro on here, talk about uh, their run with. Uh, well, I guess we it would not just Antorus, but we probably maybe hit him up about the the, the previous raid too because we didn't get a chance to talk to him. Uh, it's been a while since we've 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 actually spoken to him, so it'd be good to just get his overall rating perspective, you know, and and what he expects. Um, it to be like in uh, Battle for Azeroth. <clears throat> and now that we've got sort of the data mining changes, that's only going to c- continue. So we should start to get lots lots more information about Battle for Azeroth and then actually start seeing people get invited into that initially and have that ramp up over the next few months as well. So It'll it's be, good. It's a- I was thinking it's going to be pretty funny if we've uh, been struggling to even make our every other week time schedule uh, while the raids and stuff were actually going on and while the content was new but now during the year lull we have between content where we'll have so much to talk about we need to go to every week yeah i mean i think it looks like initially maybe they're they're set to do a better job and have less of a a gap um between battle for azeroth and 
in Legion, right? I mean, you know, we're, I think we're definitely getting into, like you said, content lull. It's going to be a little bit of drought here coming up, but they certainly mitigated it from, from what it was the last two expansions. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how long this raid lasts. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like it's what, well, with the, the LFR just finally fully opened up, I think you mentioned earlier. Um, but for the most part, I've got a feeling it's probably starting to wind down a little bit. Well, well how long is it? it? Was end of November, so basically what December? Well, it's only been a couple months, right? So it hasn't been out that long, but it probably feels like it has. <laughs> All right. Well, so on that note, guys, you have been listening to episode 266 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from thrillofthewild.com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast and Bendak Wow on Twitter. And I'm Foxy from the BHU Discord and Facebook group and at Miss Mo Logan on Twitter. All right. Well, check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or at our RSS feed to your reader. Of course, we have all these links available in our show notes. If you have a question or a topic you would like us to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. All right. Stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew locker. Siempre presta la emoción de los Keep your eyes on the beast. More pets. <laughs> I was wondering what you thought. <laughs> Komodo dragons. For <laughs> Ezra.